Hey, you guys, uh, get ready for the Koi Pond. Uh, I got my boy Gary Owen coming in, and uh, we go way back. So I'm going to bring up old questions. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about things he did to me on my way up when he used to have the, the Fat Tuesdays at the Comedy Store or uh, my first time doing uh, BET's Comic View when he was the host. I mean, we got all kinds of stories to talk about. So tune in, Gary Owen on the Koi Pond. Everything I'm not made me who I am. If I had a chance, I'd do it all again. Yeah, steak sauce, bitch, I made one. Hey, yeah, steak sauce, bitch, I made one. Everything I'm not made me who It's a koi pond. This is gonna be a good one. All right, check this out, man. I used to, uh, Bobby Lee always says I used to shovel shit at the dolphin habitat at the Mirage. Do you know, you, you've been to the Mirage, right, Gary? Yeah. Okay, so they have the dolphin habitat, and then they have the secret garden with all the exotic animals that Siegfried and Roy used to have in the yeah. show. Well, I used to do tour guide in there. Are you serious? Swear to Jesus, Gary. I used to I used to be a tour guide at the Dolphin Habitat, okay? And um and I was doing these local shows, okay? And uh, I, I was booking out this theater that was like on Charleston and Maryland Parkway. If you don't know, if you're not from Vegas, let's just say it's the hood. It's the hood hood. It's mm -hmm. like like I had to, I had to hire so much security just to watch cars. Because that was what the owner said at the theater. He's like if you don't get security, you're going to have three or four cars broken into and you're going to have a fucking riot. Mm -hmm. Like it was like that. So it was on Charleston and Maryland Parkway called the Hunt, called the Hunt Ridge Theater. And I would sell my tickets to like all these tour guys, you know, all the other tour, all the employees at the Mirage, bro. And there was a tour guide that goes, mind you, uh, by the, by the way, you guys, I have a, an amazing guest with me. Good friend, Gary Owen. Uh, not Gary Owens. Stop putting a fucking S. There ain't five of them Please, in here. Don't do it to Joe Coys. Yeah, it's not Joe Coys. The Koi Ponds. <laughs> it's Gary Owen. Um, and I go, I go way back with Gary. But the reason why I'm telling you this story is um, one of the tour guides goes, hey, man, BET Comic View is at, uh, oh, fuck. It's called Country Star. It was called Country Star. They're at the Country Star. It's called BET on the Road. I'm like, what? Yeah, Bo P is the host. I was like, oh, you remember Bo P? Yeah. And I go, what? Are you kidding me? M mind you, I'm shoveling shit. Dolphin shit. A, a dolphin shit. So I have to dive in the water and shovel their shit. And and I'm like, what? They're like, yeah. I go, why didn't I hear this? And they were like, yo, we heard it on the radio. I was like, fuck, I, I got to get out of here. Because the show was at like 730. Hmm. And I and usually I don't get out of there until like 8. Or like, you know, it closes at, the park closes at 630 when we got to clean and all that shit. So I'm begging everybody. I'm like, please let me go. Please. Like, I was so addicted to Comic View. You know what I mean? I was like, please let me go. I, I just want to go. Yeah, I'll, I'll clean twice as much I'll shit clean, tomorrow. I'll, I'll pick up all of your, I'll, oh, I'll clean your shit. Yeah. <laughs> I said that to the manager. I'll clean your shit. You when, shit. Whenever you it. want something real bad, you got to compensate with your job. That's so you know, true. If you're like at Starbucks, like, dude, I'll make all the lattes tomorrow. Yes. All of them. All of them. With cream. Got it. All of them. All of them. So I you, will. I won't even take a break. You remember when you would say that? Right, I will right, take a break. Right. I will work nine full hours mm -hmm. if you just let yeah. me leave an hour early right now. Right. So, anyways, uh, my manager—I forget her name. She was like, "All right, go ahead." Joe. She knew how much it meant to me mm -hmm. to say. So I leave. Right? I go. I'm, I'm fucking. Mind you, it's a hundred. This is an outdoor zoo. hundred and ten degrees every night. I'm fucking covered in sweat, bro. I literally drive all the way home, put on a fucking suit that I got from Guess. 
I bought a guest suit, <laughs> right? I put the shit on. Don't even take a shower. I don't have time, bro, because I lived on the other side of town. I, I, I got there. I, I swear to God, I left work, got, went home, put on my suit, drove all the way, grabbed a fake resume with a bunch of people I opened for. Never opened for them. Right. It was on, it was on Microsoft Word with all the mm-hmm. pics that you get. You know, I put the theatrical sign behind my, my mm-hmm. list of all, all the clubs I worked at. Never worked at any of these clubs. Yeah. And I go to the door. Black show, bro. Black line down the fucking street, wrapped around the country star. BET on the road, See, bl- big black security guard. When has a big black security guard ever helped anybody other than securing that door, making sure no one goes in, right? Mm-hmm. I go, excuse me, sir, I'm a local comic, and, uh, and I just want to know, is there any way I can talk to the promoter and see if I can do some time? And then he, he looked at me, and then he goes, I'll be right back. And I remember I'm like, did this motherfucker say he'll be right back? Because I, I thought for sure he was going to say, get in the back of the line. So the line, was it the audience or the comics? No, it was the, no, no, this was a show, a paid show. Yeah, but you said there was a line. A line to get was in. That, oh, so this was the people watching the yes. show. Okay, I thought you meant there was a line of comics trying to perform. No, 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 no. Okay, no. This okay, was com- This was a paid show. And okay. you see, and it's so funny because like people don't understand the era that we came up. That We came up during make a flyer from Kinko's and cut it and put it in yeah. a windshield. Like, yeah. they don't know that. They think, <laughs> oh, you made a flyer and, and you just hit send, right? No, motherfucker. Like, you and I came up during that era, yeah. and now we've been blessed to enjoy this era. Yeah. So um, you got to remember, like, when, when I saw a black show come to Vegas, when the big shows in Vegas were... Siegfried and Roy and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, you didn't get like a black headliner. You didn't get any of that shit back then. This is like, I, I forget what air, uh, what year it was. And, uh, had to be 97, 98. I think it was earlier. It was earlier. It was Before like 96, oh, 90, wow. ni- it was like 95, 96. Okay. Uh, and then I'm like, God damn. All right. So, um, so I, I go, go to that and I, I, I give my, uh, whatever my, my, my resume It was fake. Yvette Anderson. Do you remember Yvette? Yvette she was, Lee Anderson, right? Yeah, yeah. So I think she was with uh, Bo P at the time, mm-hmm. and she answers the door. Or she gets her and brings her to the door, and she's like, hey, um, we already have our comics for the day, but would you like to come and watch the show? I'm like, please, can I come and watch the show? This mm-hmm. would mean everything to me. Come on in. I'm sitting down, uh, and I'm sitting right by the by the stage, right? And it's packed. Show's supposed to start, I think, at 7.30. Man, it's already 8.15, and they're fucking going crazy. You remember Mark Edwards? Yeah. Remember Mark? Mark <laughs> David is the host, Edwards was is the guy on the real, real world. world. Yeah. On the real world, David Edwards. His yeah. brother was Mark. Mark. Yeah, that motherfucker was hosting late, right? Bo P. Late. Everybody on the show late. Eight fifteen. Everyone in the audience. It's packed, bro. And they're going like they're they're yelling like, start the fucking show. Like what the fuck? Let's start mm-hmm. the show. Where the fuck are the comics? It just if you could just imagine this room packed. People chanting and yelling, where the fuck is the comics? And then Yvette walking up to me going, did you still want to go up? <laughs> yeah. And I said, yes. And I went up. And she had this three this three chip. Can- I'm sorry, uh, Gary. There, there is an ending to this. I'll get to it. And it's this big, giant camera. It was a Canon. It was like beige and red. It, was, it, it, it must have been a $10,000 camera at, at, during that time. And I go, do you mind just recording it for me? Please, just record this set. It would mean the world. And she goes, I, I got you. And she recorded my set. I still have this set on video. Mm-hmm. I fucking kill it, bro. Fucking kill it. I said, good night. And then uh, Bo P's on the side of the stage. Who's this motherfucker? 
And uh, I go, Joe Coy. He's like, you ever been on Comic View before? I go, man, that's my dream. I would love to be on Comic View. He goes, we're going to get you on Comic View. Fast forward a month later, I'm on Comic View backstage, and this dude with a beige, a fucking awful beige leather jacket, white, Mr. Gary Owen was the host. (laughs) And it was you. And you were my first TV performance ever. And I remember you looking at me backstage going, Joe Coy, Joe, is it Joe Coy? How do you say that? Is it like, what is that? I go, it's just Coy, man, Joe Coy. All right, Joe Coy. I go, yeah, all right. And you remember those doors? Yeah. And you stood by the door, and then you walk through the door, yeah, coming was, to the stage. It was funny watching Joe comics back there. Coy! Yeah. And I walked out, and that was my first TV tape, and it was you, bro. I was hosting. You were hosting. That was your that was your year. And I think that was because Cedric left. That right? was no that Montana Taylor hosted the year before. Oh, Montana me. Taylor. And then it was the uh What happened, what happened with that whole season was the year before it was a contest. Yeah. And there was only like 30 comics a year. Mm. This was the first day they booked like 300. And they stopped making it a contest because what people what I found out later was Def Jam was a comedy show. Yeah. So BT comes along like, we want to do a black comedy show, but it's got to be different. Yeah. So they made it a contest. Ooh. Def Jam went away. So they're like, oh, we can just be a comedy show now. Yeah. And I was hosting, and I think they wanted to uh, dilute the fact we got a white guy host. Ooh. So let's just let's just bring on a ton of comics. Yeah. So it becomes, you know, instead of three a show, it became like eight, nine a show. Yeah. And that's... That's the year I hosted. It wasn't a contest anymore because I won mm. the contest. Yeah, you won it. That's why I became the host. Bro, I was addicted. I remember you won. I, I, bro, first of all, there was Def Jam, there was Comic View. And the thing about Comic View, I, I don't know what it was. There was something raw about it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like when you watch Def Jam, it's you can tell it's million-dollar cameras and a million-dollar director mm. oh, with a yeah. million-dollar executive producer running the show running that shit. You know what I mean? And somehow Comic View, it just felt like a couple of fucking cameras in the back of a restaurant. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, it really was small. The it, gar- was. The it was. Gardena? Yeah, it was in Gardena. The and Normandy I, Casino? Yeah, the Normandy Casino. And But but when you watched it at home, it felt like you were in on something. I loved Comic View. Yeah. And I loved the talent pool that came out of it. There was a, you know, Def Jam had a talent pool. Yo, Comic View had a talent pool. It was you, Cedric, uh, DL. DL. Uh, D-Ray's uh, first TV appearance. D-Ray's. Uh, uh, Epps. Apps? Oh shit! Uh, hold on, I'm stumbling on Ricky Smiley, bro. Yeah, that blew, like, that blew Ricky up. Yeah, he man. He probably benefited more than anybody off just his set. Well, DL. Well, DL was the host though. DL was he the didn't host. come on as regular comic. Yeah, I'm talking about somebody just came oh, on. Oh, that and came. Boom. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, little Daryl. Yeah, like, it's like a bomb, atomic bomb yeah. went off. Little Daryl was everywhere. Yeah, and you probably couldn't do Little Daryl now Mm-mm. with the PC world we're in. Mm-mm. Couldn't get away with. Couldn't it. get away with it. The backlash. But it's crazy, and, and and I don't think people really understand that you were a part of that. That that was your. You know what I mean? Like you were a part of that culture. You know what I mean? That was mm-hmm. that was a that was a certain time. Uh, in comedy, mm-hmm. that that uh, you know, it's never gonna be duplicated again. You know what I mean? That no. that's not gonna happen. It's no. not. There was a rawness. There was a there was an urgency. There was a there was an audience that had no idea. Like, what the fuck is this? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? That that's that doesn't exist anymore. I feel bad about our generation because we can only explain it to him. Like your son, you know what I mean? He's getting into comedy. Well, I you and you know you waited like. 
like with Def Jam, it was it was like 10 p.m. on Friday. Yeah, HBO. You and waited, Comic bro. View was like 7 p.m. Yep. every night of the week. Every Monday night of the week. Friday. Mm-hmm. Like you knew where to go. Mm-hmm. Now it's not like that. You you know you can just go when you want to see something. But 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 what I'm saying is the element of because there was no internet, so to see somebody like a Gary Owen being the host of this particular show, which is also another type of uh, a style of comedy that's just not. Um, that the masses don't know about. This is new for all of us. Mm-hmm. Like Def Jam was new. The reason why, like, the reason for me is because all I knew were like the three famous black comics. That's all I knew. Right. It was like Eddie, Richard, and then Cosby. Martin. Or, or, or I mean, before, De- but you know what I mean. Like I found out about Martin through Def Jam. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, like Cosby. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Def Jam showed you like, you know, there's this other style that no one knows about. Right. You know, it, it's not those guys. We we have this. And this is a world that you don't even know about. And we're going to show you what it's like. And it's raw. And, and, and when people, uh, when, you, when you're funny, they let you know if you're funny. Like, that, I think and that's that was what cool intimidated. It intimi- I think it's, it's, it's a double-edged sword with Def Jam and, and Comic View and Showtime at the Apollo to some extent. Is I think a lot of uh, mainstream white comics, yeah. they, w- they would be intimidated by the black rooms. They're like, oh, I can get booed. Oh, yeah. And white comics just sit. And yeah. that's almost worse, the silence. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're just it's like, horrible. oh, you're not, I, got, I still got to tell these jokes. Yeah. You guys aren't going to give me nothing. Yeah, exactly. We're, uh, but on the, on the other end of it, when I saw the reaction on Def Jam, uh, when it came out and I was in high school, I was like, you, mm. that's what I want. Mm-hmm. I want that kind of reaction. Yeah. You can have this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I you want keep that. changing seats. Yeah. Ah! Yeah. Hitting the guy next to you, <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah. And then the first time I went to like a big urban show was Bernie Mac at the Universal Amphitheater, uh-huh. and I got beat up because the guy next to me would not stop hitting me when Bernie was telling jokes. Oh, he just <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> like, dude, I don't know you, but my shoulder was sore. That's every hilarious. joke. This dude's elbowing me and pushing me like ah. Wait, is this before you had this comic during deal? that? Yeah, this is like '97. Really? When I saw Bernie at the Universal Amphitheater, That's the guy crazy. next to me just was pushing the yeah. shit out of me and laughing. And I was like, dude, I don't know this guy. Yeah. Couldn't control it. That's you know? hysterical. <laughs> 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 <I was> like, <laughs> That's funny. Uh-huh. But that's what's cool about that era. That's what's cool about that era. And I don't think it'll ever happen again. Ever, ever, ever. Because no. of YouTube and because of these mobile phones and the, the, the accessibility you know what I mean? There's no, there's no underground talk like, yo, did you see that shit on Friday? Did you oh, see yeah. Def Jam on Friday? Yeah, yeah then you're like, That's, there's this dude, man. There's this dude. Yeah. You can't just look him up. Yeah. You got to hope you see him You got to hope you see him. You know? Yo, there's this dude. Yeah. Like, I'm sure there's people said that there's a white dude yeah. on BET. That's Who? how I was when I saw you. Because I, I watched Comic View religiously, man. And I remember when you won that season. You were crushing every time you went up. You were crushing it. And then all of a sudden, you won and became the host. Mm-hmm. And now I'm on your show. Yeah. And I, was, I just remember my eyes like, yo, that's that dude right there. That's Gary. Oh, for real? I swear. This is funny because all the guys I met back then, I remember D-Ray had a green suit on. And then Hilarious. D-Ray goes, hey, what's up, man? I'm D-Ray. I go, what's up, D-Ray? Yeah, I got green eyes. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I can see that. <laughs> <laughs> and you got a green suit, but that's how he introduced himself. Yeah, I was something on D Ray. Yeah, I got green eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good. That's like, a good. Yeah. Great, and you got a green suit. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know where to go with yeah. that. Like, okay, yeah. yeah. And D Ray said I was like the first person he met on TV outside of Chicago, outside that's of the so Chicago cool. comics. Yeah, he was, he was like the first dude I met. Yeah, that I had seen on TV. That's... I didn't even realize that because I was. It was so novice to me and new. Yeah, 
I was just like, oh, I didn't realize people were looking at me going, oh, that's the dude from TV. It is. You, you know? stood out so far, bro. It was pathetic. <laughs> it was pathetic. <laughs> you 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 stood out like a sore thumb. It was cool, man. You were the first. You were you the know, first one to do it. Military. When I got on BET the first time. Wait, you were still in the military? Yeah, I was still in the Navy. I took a week's leave and filmed it. Bro, yeah. is this in a book? No. I should you be. need to put this in a book. I uh, I took, what happened was, I was doing- You're sp- like the David Robinson of comedy. Yeah, right. <laughs> I had to wait my time. You had to wait your time. So what happened, when I started doing stand-up, yeah. I was in San Diego- Doing all the open mic here and there. And it was like two what different worlds. What open mics did you have in San There's no comedy rooms in San Diego at that time. Oh, no. I would go to karaoke bars and tell jokes. Hey, exactly. It was see, a stage. That's another thing I want people to know. Because a lot of people see Gary and be like, oh, yeah, it's because he you know, he got that. No, motherfuckers. You got to remember the era that he came from. Okay? There was no internet. There was none of that shit. And if you're from San Diego, not a comedy town, you guys. It's not. I mean, it is. It is a comedy town. What I'm saying is, there's not, like, there's not comedy clubs all over the place. Nah. There's not like three improvs. Like, there, you come to L. A. Within 25 miles, I can go to three different fucking yeah. comedy clubs. Like we had La Jolla Comedy Store. Yeah, the La Jolla Comedy Store, and you had to be in on that one. But yeah. even that's not. That, I got banned what, from that for two years. Did you really? Yeah. That's another story. I want to. Yeah. I want to hear about what what rooms you did. Oh well, there was while you were in active duty. Well, you know, I would do on. I think it was uh, Wednesdays or Tuesdays was El Torito, and they had uh, they had a karaoke night, and they would know like he's coming to tell. That's the funny dude. He's coming to tell jokes. Uh-uh. Like they got to know me. Like oh, this dude's gonna tell jokes. And literally no. it got to the point where I'd walk up and they'd be quiet. No, like, the bar would stop talking, and I just do my five or ten minutes. Stop. Yeah. Wait a minute. A- Hold on. Let me grab the situation. It was a karaoke night, which means everyone was there to sing. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't even a comedy night. You no. would just walk in, and they're like, yo, Gary's about to go up and do five? Five or ten. No. Yeah. And it got to the point where the first time I did it, I asked the guy. Hold I on, said, hold on. One more question. When it was karaoke night, did they clear the dance floor, or were there chairs in front of you, or was it an empty dance floor? They actually had a tiny, tiny stage. It was so tiny, though. What? It was about the size, the size of that, of that love that. seat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was yeah. so, but it it was like, there were, when it was, there was like three steps and I'm sorry, it was not safe. There was like three steps, and you, everyone was at the top of the steps performing. Like, yeah. It was almost like when you go into a, a El Torito restaurant. So everyone was at the top of the steps, but there was nowhere to go. Yeah. Like, you're literally right here. But you were elevated a little bit above the crowd. Uh, That's crazy. But I would just, I called the guy, and I go, hey, man, I want to I tell jokes, man. Anyone can do some stand-up tonight? And he was like, what? And then I, I showed up that night, did it the first time, and it was cool. I, it actually... It was cool. Everybody was receptive. I go, I'm just going to keep coming back. So I would just come back. Like other people go partying. Yeah. I would, I got on stage as much as I could. Like the bars closed at 2 a.m. on Fridays and Saturdays. This one club, it was was right there in the Gaslamp District. They would give me 50 bucks on Fridays and Saturdays to get people to come in because they stay open till four, even though you couldn't drink. So I literally had a microphone and I was on the little outdoor patio area. And I would just talk shit to people walking by to get them in the thing. Are you, you know? serious? That was it was money. I was you like, don't you have any kind of footage, any camera, or like a picture of this? Not of that. I got. I'm sure people people send me stuff. Like somebody sent me some pictures of uh, we used to do Mr. O's mm-hmm. in San Diego. And that's where Nick, I, I I told this story uh, somebody's podcast the other day. Uh, how Nick Cannon got started. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, it was it was uh, Andrew Schultz. I told mm-hmm. this story Andrew Schultz yeah. where Nick. 
Nick used to be in a rap group called The Bomb Squad. Yeah. And I when I did the funniest black comedian in San Diego contest, yeah. and I won it. Uh, did you really? <laughs> yeah. It was it was a radio caller though. It was Z ninety was the hip hop station, and they said we're looking for the funniest black comedian in San Diego. And I'm I'm, I'm in an eighty five Oldsmobile Cutlass. I'm driving the highway. I went. Aah! I pull over, get a pen out. I write the number down. Right. I call in. I didn't say I was white, but I put a little bass in my voice. Yeah. You know, I was like, "Hey, you guys got a contest? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I like to join that." <laughs> and that's how you got it. Yeah, they was like, "All right, well, you gotta come down." It was in it was an Imperial Beach. I can't remember the club, whatever. You know, hey, it's gonna be this Thursday at eight o'clock. They go, "You're on." You know, just be there at seven. I was like, "Okay." So I got there. There wasn't. There was a Mexican guy and me. Everybody else was black. And when yeah. I, it wasn't like the hardest contest to win. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Really, like, it wasn't like it was close. Like I went in a landslide. Oh wait, it was that. It was that night. The, no, it was like. Uh, like a oh, week was later multiple? was the contest, oh, okay. but I called in and got got on. No, and but I'm saying it was one night for the contest. It yeah, wasn't it was like one a, night. It was nah, went through a month. It was one night. One night, and it was like 15 people. One night, one city, yeah. one black guy to win. <laughs> and San Gary, Diego and Gary yeah. Owen wins it. And then you come in, San Diego's funniest black comedian. <laughs> Get ready, come be watch. there, <laughs> be there <laughs> this Friday. This Friday, <laughs> one night only. The fun. Funniest black comic of San Diego. That's about what the commercial hit like. It was, right? <laughs> and then- uh, And you won it. I won it, and then there was a guy named there, Samir Toma. His name's Sam Toma, but he was managing Nick's rap group called The Bomb Squad. Uh-huh. And I remember he handed me a CD of The Bomb Squad. Yeah. And I didn't know who they were, and he goes, yeah, these guys, they just opened up for Outkast last week in uh, at the, the fairgrounds in um, Del Mar. Okay. So I was like, oh. So then I, I started going- Back and forth to L.A. a lot, open mic, and, and then uh, Magic Johnson saw me uh, one night on stage, uh-huh. and he wanted me to come in for the Magic Hour. And oh, to, the, 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 the talk the show. show. Yeah. The one that they Chris Spencer used to have. No, that was Vibe. Oh, that was Vibe. I mean, there was Vibe, Keenan, and the Magic Hour all was the same year. There was like three late night black talk shows. <laughs> That's Vibe, right. Vibe, Keenan, and the Magic That's Hour. That's right. And Magic had his, and they ended up giving it to Craig Shoemaker. Because what I was told was, you know, Magic is an experienced host, and they don't know you either. You're not an experienced comic. They got to get some veteran shit in there. Yeah. So I didn't get the part, but I remember I was at my house. I was renting a room at a house on San Diego State's campus, and Nick came with Sam. And that's the first time I really sat down with Nick and talked. He was like 17. Uh-huh. And he, I remember him going, I think I'm going to do stand-up. And I go, you should. And then uh, he started going up. Uh, at Mr. O's a lot and all the other. This is in San Diego. Yeah, mm. and he, I remember the first time he went up, he was doing uh, other people's jokes, uh. but he didn't know any better. Yeah, because he like would do a joke, and I go, I after I go, Nick, that's like you know, that's like earthquakes joke. He goes, Yeah, I heard it last night. I thought it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> so it wasn't like he's stealing. Yeah, 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 just didn't know any better. You're like Nick, this ain't karaoke comedy. Yeah, he didn't know. <laughs> See, I saw that shit. That was good. Yeah, it's pretty good. Like, like I think he did. I was saying, I was saying, I'm sure he did like an Eddie Murphy joke. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I had yeah. Ice yeah. cream trucks coming. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Kidding, so anyways, but, but so anyways, I remember talking I was to with him. my Aunt Bunny. No, yeah, yeah. no, 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 no. Nick, you're, you don't have an Aunt Bunny. Right. <laughs> I want half, Nick. Yeah. I want half. No, 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 no. And then you're, he goes, now teenager. that's a five. And, yeah. then he, and he says goodnight. <laughs> right. You tell Bill, have a pudding pop and shut the fuck up. <laughs> what do you want to so, so, uh... He started to get a solid good five, ten minutes. Yeah. Like, he was getting good. And then we went up to the Bay Area Black Comedy Competition. Wait, with him? 
Well, I don't know if we did we ride together or not. I can't remember. I know if we no, went riding together. No, what I'm saying together. is you guys both did the comp competition together. Together, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? The Bay Area Black Comedy Competition. This is the and craziest story right now. So we go up there. And Wait, hold on, Gary, because that's too fast. So what? after a year. Like Nick started doing it for a year, and then you guys became friends. I don't think he was doing stand up a year when he got in the Bay Area Black Comedy Competition. May yeah, maybe a year, year and a half. Went a long, went a long. But it time. went by fast. It was like you remember him saying, "I want to do comedy," and next thing you know, you guys are in the Bay. Yeah, he was doing up, a competition together. But he was up every night, man. I, I give it to him, man. He was he was in the clubs every night, in the bars. Yeah, every night he was doing the grind. Yeah, in San Diego. Uh huh. And, you know, I couldn't travel. I'm active duty. I'm working all day, and then at night, I'm doing stand up. And when you say active duty, what are the, what is that? Is that seven to five? It just it depends. Like at one point, I was working nights. I was working six p.m. to six a.m. And then then I got on daytime shift. And my command looked out for me. They knew I was doing stand up, uh -huh. so they really made sure I was in. A, I I wasn't going anywhere. I wasn't leaving town. Oh, they were know? trying to make you not. I had a lot of black guys that was uh uh over me, my bosses. Yeah, and they knew I was doing stand up. And they and didn't then, like it. No, they liked it. They oh, were supporting good. me. They okay, was like, good. yo, we got you. We got oh, you. Oh, that's dope. And then they, uh, and I, was, like, I was on Comic View airing and on the base wow. working. That's so like, dope, People would bro. see me on TV. Like, be like, hey, when did I see you on Comic View last night? I go, yup. Yep. I got a little pussy out of it. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> <laughs> there are a couple girls in the Navy I knocked down. <laughs> I can't believe it. It's like I'm fucking a TV. <laughs> You're a star. It's crazy. <laughs> You're a star. <laughs> All they do is like have one picture with like Vivica Fox. You know yeah. Vivica? Yeah. yeah. We go back. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. took yeah. a picture with her. <laughs> Literally in my room, in my room in San Diego, because I had been to LA a few times, I had a picture of me and Magic, obviously. Yeah. I had a picture of me and Vivica Fox. And oh, there was like four and Shaq. Why did you, you have a picture with Vivica Fox? She was at the show one night oh. at the comedy <laughs> store, and I was, hey, can I picture with you? And we got a picture together. That's you so know? funny. Like man. those are the three in my bedroom. Yeah. Like when girls came over, like yeah, <laughs> it's my people. This is blowing <laughs> my mind right now. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. So, so you were literally enlisted. Yeah. And on TV. And on TV. And still going out and trying to do competitions. Yeah. All at the same time. Did boom, you do boom. any local base stuff? Oh, anytime there was a Christmas party, I was hosting it. And then I tried to do stuff what? on base, but it was easier to do stuff off base. But I, like you said, the flyers, I posted them in all the barracks. Yeah. Tick, 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 tick. You know what I mean? Were you in the barracks? Sometimes, but most of the time I lived out in town. But there was a few months where I had to live in the barracks in that's, between like roommates and stuff. That's crazy, bro. But um, so Nick goes up. We both go up to Oakland. Hold on, one more story, one more question, so you can move forward. How many more years did you have enlisted? How many more years did you agree to? Like, like in your head, you knew I had to serve this much more for the for. The I had when I when I first got on BET ninety seven. How many I, more years I had you had two to years do? left? Two years left. So that's when it. I you're, hosted, not re, you're not re signing. 
No. You, you in your head, you're like, I'm gonna get these two years done, and I'm fucking out of here. I didn't have I didn't have a plan really. It was just like, but I'm did just you know you were gonna jokes. quit after two years? Oh, you I wasn't gonna, staying in. You weren't. Once so, I got on stage, that was it. It was it. I knew. So what now, I was doing. now it's a countdown. Yeah. Now it's a countdown. You're on well, the base, and well, you're like, I'm gonna blow your mind even more. Oh shit. Because I get called. Curtis Gatson called and was like, hey, I want to meet with you. So I drive up. I take a day off. I drive up to L.A., Burbank, where the BET Old Studios was. Yeah, so we want to make you the host. I went, oh, shit. I still am in the Navy. And I I couldn't tell him. So the Navy itself doesn't know I'm in entertainment. Yeah. BET doesn't know I'm active duty. (laughs) So Curtis goes, we want to make you the host. I go, when do we start filming? And he was like, you know, like in three, four months. And I was like, oh, okay. I still had six months left on my enlistment. What? I like, How I? So I went back to my command and I told him, I said, I got a, I got a TV show. And I remember one guy goes, I've heard of some lies, but it's a big one. <laughs> so I don't want to get the military in trouble, so to speak, but it's been 20 years. Basically what they did was a couple of the, the brothers was like, look, we know you're getting out. Your process has already started. They was like, look, we got you. They go, don't embarrass us, don't get in trouble. You just got to be back here every Monday to report, and we, we, we'll cover you the rest of the time. What? So they were covering me, and then I had to go through, uh, I had to ask to get out a few months early. So I went in front of a board, explained to them, can I get out a few months early? Because now they would do this thing called home awaiting orders, where it used to be in the military, that's why you saw the homeless guys, because they get out and they had no job skills, no money, they just put them back. So the military got smart to that, so they started doing home awaiting orders. So what it was was... I don't know if it was six months or four months. Guys that have done a long time, like 10 plus years. Yeah. They'd send them home for like a couple months and still get a military paycheck so they can get on their feet and then process getting out. And then when you get out, you're out, you know? That's cool. So basically they they sped up the home waiting orders for me. Yeah. Is what they did. Yeah. So I was processing to get out, but I was kind of out. So I had I had to move to LA to to host. Yeah. And and it's uh yeah, so I had to get out. I was still in technically when I was hosting. Now, have you have you taken care of these guys that, that took care of you? Do you still keep in touch with them? I, cu- I couldn't tell you. <laughs> You're kidding say. me, Gary. No. You're a fucking asshole. I gave him tickets to the I show. I don't care. <laughs> these dudes saved your career. They could be dead. They, they were in their 50s. You are an, you're an asshole, Gary. <laughs> I, I hope they're listening. Well, sorry. I hope that. they're my fans. They're not. They're no, they're not. <laughs> There's a couple of Filipinos, though, on the base. <laughs> oh, that fucking bitch. Oh, that, that son of a bitch. bitch, Barry. I got cussed out a couple times of the Filipinos. I go, dude, did There's you just a call me a Filipi- fucking bitch? There's a lot of Filipinos in the Navy. A lot? A there was lot. A mili- there was a Filipino. You know, the big base in the Philippines yeah. is, is the reason a lot of the Filipino people came over to the States. Yeah, man, I know that. marrying them Navy dudes. Hands down. I used to pay this one guy $20 every Friday, and he brought so much fucking lumpia and poncent. <sighs> He just brought it to me. Can you say lumpia and poncet one more time? Lumpia and poncet? Did I say it right? <laughs> no, absolutely not. What I, what I, how you said it? lumpia and poncet? How, how do you say it? <laughs> no, it, it, it's close. You just had a twang to it. Lumpia and poncet? Yeah. <laughs> hey, what's up, man? Let me get that lumpia. Let me say the poncet again. Poncet? <laughs> it's so funny. How how you say it? No, I mean, you're saying it, but you're just throwing it off just a tad oh, okay. to where it's not what it is. Lumpia and poncet. Pompia and Ponton. <laughs> Put a P in front. Pompia and Ponton. But you, anyways, go Nick. So Nick goes up to yeah. um, Nick goes up to, and this is before I was hosting. I had we had already been on. So this is February '98. Okay. 
We do the Bay Area Black Comedy Competition. I'll never forget as long as I live. So there was, there was that's like, like a legendary competition. Used by the way. to be people yeah. were walking out there with deals. Yeah, no, used no, to be. and everyone should know that. Like this is a big deal. Like Mark Curry blew up from oh, that competition. Yeah. Nick blew up from it. A lot of people Did know he? that. I Nick know that. blew up from that. Is what the really year that you guys went. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what I remember what what happened was we got to the semis. We both got through the first round. Then we get to the semis, right? And literally. Uh, there was two shows. There was two sets of eight. So 16 people made the semis. Like 100 people entered. Mm-hmm. And I remember I was on the first eight, and then Honest John Woo. was on the second eight. We were the two white guys that made the semis. Yeah. I literally told Honest John, I go, if I make it to the finals, you're not going. And if I don't, you can tell knock-knock jokes, and you're going to be in the finals. I guarantee <laughs> you. Not going to put both of us in the finals. Yeah. But one of us is going. Yeah. I was like, and that's so true, huh? So I looked at him, and, and I, was on the I want first everyone day. to know, Honest John's a beast during this time too. He's still yeah. he's great now, but that time, especially for five minutes, yo, he was killing for five he's minutes, killing it, especially during that time. Yeah, if you don't know who Honest John is, old white guy looks homeless, got a tie dye shirt on, yeah. big silver beard. That's yeah. that's Honest John. So yeah. if you imagine him doing a black, is is, is the it's ba- all black, it's Bay Area all, black comedy company. It, it, okay, yeah. so yeah, so if you can imagine Emeryville that, at Kimball's East. It basically um, looked like your grandfather and yeah, you were in the competition. Right, that's what it looked like. Yeah. And I remember I pulled him aside. I said, uh, John, if I make it to the finals, you're not going. Yeah. I said, and if I don't, you're good. Yeah. You know what you say. Yeah. And I remember I clearly had one of the – and there was eight of us, and I was in a prime spot. I was like fifth or fourth. Ooh. I was right in the middle. Yeah. Because if you're first and eighth, that's tough. Yeah. And those, Especially eighth. Yeah. So Especially first. First or eighth was Ugh, tough. Yeah. You get in the middle, you're you're right in the yeah, pocket. Yep. So I remember I was right there in the middle, killed, killed. First time I did like this black church church joke I had, destroyed it. And I yeah. was like, I should be good. And I remember they announced the four finalists, and I wasn't announced. And I went, huh? What? The crowd started booing. Really? Ooh, like, Who was in they it? Knew it? Lavelle made the finals. Yeah. Craig Robinson won it that year. So Craig made it. Wow, that's a fucking yeah. killer competition, man. Nick made it. Uh-huh. Um, uh, George Wilborn made it. Wow. Uh, so George... I, 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 that's, and that's killer right there. Lavelle was in my eight. Nick was in my eight. Um, George wasn't in my eight. Uh, Honest John wasn't in my eight. Craig... Uh, and I remember when they booed is when they said a guy named Derek Ellis made it. To the finals. I don't know Derek Ellis. Exactly. Oh. <laughs> Didn't he play for the Sonics? He was no. a three-point threat? <laughs> different Derek Ellis. Yeah, I know Derek. what you're talking about. <laughs> he was a beast, but that's, right? that's what set him off. Because yeah. you know Lavelle Strong. Yeah. Nick had an amazing five-minute set. He killed it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there were some people where you could have went like, okay, maybe. Craig had the piano at that time or no? Yeah. Well, and he, 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 goes, he goes, can I, can I, what he, he had the one song, can I have some boo? <laughs> and then he goes, go, see, grab, I want your booty. You know what I mean? And he did the L.O. Cool J. When yeah. I'm alone in my room, sometimes yeah. sweat on my balls or some bullshit. But he was on the other show. He wasn't yeah. on that one. Okay. But I remember when they announced, I, I literally, I'm on the side like, <laughs> when they said Lavelle, Nick, and George, those are the three. Yeah. And I was just like, I got it. Yeah. I got to be the fourth. Yeah. And then when I didn't get it, I went, what? And wow. then I went, got it. Wow. I go, like, Honest John's going. I just did on a Sean go. Yeah, made the finals. Wow! And Craig ended up winning. Yeah. Really? Yeah. But that's where all the Disney people was in the audience. They had real industry people in the audience, 
And they saw Nick. And then he got the warm-up job and all that not too long after that. Ah. And then he was psh, he was gone. And I remember I hadn't driven down Sunset in a couple years, and all of a sudden I drive down, and he had the fucking, sorry, he had the billboard of Nick. And I go, oh, shit's done changed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that literally is a true story when he said you were sitting with him I'm thinking about doing stand up. Yeah. To win. Wow. Yeah, he would validate it if you ever if we ever talked. That's a cool story, bro. Yeah, we ever talked. And yeah. then and then you get out of uh the Navy. The Navy and then you move to LA. Mm-hmm. Or no. You I did. moved to LA in 90, 97. Well, I was kind of staying in LA, but I moved uh-huh. here in 98 officially. Uh-huh. And then um there was I, a room, I'm sorry to interrupt you. There was a room called Fat Tuesdays. Yep. And I think Guy Tory started it. He started it, and you know, a lot of people don't know this. Me and my wife was running it. No, no, no. I know that. I was see. You don't let me ever finish my shit. I'm sorry. Everything has a reason. I'm I'm trying to make this whole pod about you. All right, I'm gonna take take my. Ah, damn it. Sorry about that. Now I'm shoveling shit at a dolphin habitat, and I got. Don't do this again. (laughs) No, I had to. (laughs) I had to. uh, I forgot how I got it, but uh, I got on. Fat Tuesdays with you, you know, mm-hmm. and it was your, you slowly took over it. Mm-hmm. You and your wife took over because Guy kind of left. He got too busy. Yeah. And, and he, he was, was of, getting busy. And he said, I'm going to, I remember I, I was in St. Louis at his brother Joe's charity weekend. He goes, dude, I'm going to let it go. I said, you can't, dude. Yeah. That's the spot. It was the spot. Dude, that was, was the, the spot. spot. It was the spot. There was it so was... much shit going on in that audience. There was drugs, hookers. It was crazy. Celebs out the ass. All you knew about was Fat Tuesdays. That was mm-hmm. the room. To get on there? I mean, yeah. there's guys that walked out of there and got on movies. Yeah. Leslie Jones, Chris Rock saw her there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Jamie Foxx saw me and put me in Held Up. Out of Fat Tuesday. Out of Fat Tuesday. You know, Magic Johnson saw me at Fat Tuesday. I didn't get, I didn't get the job, but yeah. he saw me. So a lot of good things are happening at Fat Tuesdays. Mm-hmm. I mean, Guy was getting booked left and right. He was oh, in he was every killing. damn movie during that time. Yeah. Uh, shit, he was in Life. He was in, uh, I can't even name all the movies uh, he was in. American History X. American History X. Ride. Uh, yeah, Ride. He was in so many movies because of Fat Tuesdays. Mm-hmm. So everyone's like, you know, if you did good at Fat Tuesdays, it was basically like the new Johnny Carson spot. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like, you kill there, something's going to happen for you. Yeah. Fast forward to me, Gary Owen is hosting. <sighs> I get a spot, right? Gary's the host. It's his room, mind you. It's him and his wife running it. And uh, and Gary puts me on, and I'm so happy you said uh, George George Wilburn. I know this story. Yeah, you son of a bitch, Gary. And I never now- I never approached you about this. I never approached you about this. But today I need to call you out on because I wasn't even going to talk about this. What did I do? You son of a bitch. What I do? you knew you know. First of all, it's my first time doing Fat Tuesdays. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I had a spot. I had a magazine out there to watch me perform uh, I didn't they, know they were going to write they were going to write about me I didn't right know it was just a local magazine coming up uh, i think they were called yoke magazine right okay. and um and i'm about to go up and gary looks at me all right and gary goes hey man i'm just going to put george wilburn up for about 5 minutes all right is that cool mm-hmm. and i'm looking at you going gary you know you shouldn't do that right <laughs> <laughs> i swear to god <laughs> I'm trying to tell Gary it's not okay with my eyes. And I'm like, Gary, you know, you know that's the wrong thing to do to me, right? 
Like, I only have a five-minute spot, and you're about to put George in front of me? <laughs> this is George Wilburn, man. We're talking suit. We're talking, we're talking audience. Go ahead. Finish the story, Joe. Bro, he gets in it with this one chick. First of all, George, when George is on, he can destroy the fucking well, room. Well, I remember the night, and I'll tell you where it went wrong. He fucking went in on this chick. Do you remember it? Mm-hmm. I'll <laughs> tell you where the life So went you remember wrong. this? I, yeah, I remember. Out of all the shows you hosted at, at, the, at Fat Tuesdays, you remember the night I had to follow I George Wilbur? I had Wilbert? to let you grow. Look where you're at. You motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I had, Joe. Oh, I told uh, everyone this story. No, no, I, here's, let me tell you what happened, though. This is my first time ever telling you. Right. Uh, George and the difference between now and then George went long yeah he was supposed to do five yeah he probably did 20 he did 20 which was not cool on, yeah. for your on your for you and then it was like looking back I should just cut the mic yeah you know but you don't want to step on toes and yeah. shit and you're just like you're on, I'm on the side going just get off yeah just get off so but he's destroying nobody, that chick listen it wasn't an indictment on you there's Nobody could have followed that with like boom, unless yeah. she was like a Chris Rock, where the crowd just gave it automatic love. Yeah, but to you, for you to go after that and to be an unknown comic, it was a lose lose. No, it was a complete lose. But but, it's a great story on your podcast. Yeah, <laughs> I you know what I mean. Like oh, man. you know what you know what story sucks is. Yeah, I remember Gary. You brought me up at the comedy store, and I went up before George Wilborn. That was cool. Yeah. No. This story's way better. Yeah, this is way better. <laughs> You're right. No, the worst part, the worst part is George and Gary were on the side of the stage when I got off, and that hurt me even more. And I just wanted you to know that that I've been hurt for why, over. Why was why was it hurt you? Because I was on the side. No, of the stage? It did. It did. Hurt. You know oh. what I'm saying? You, you you guys were all conversating, and then you know I went up there. I fuck man. If you've never seen a person eat their own dick on stage, but you didn't get booed. Bro, they did not laugh. I'm sorry, but you didn't get booed. No, it, bro. But but people. It don't, was so bad. But here, it was complete Joe, fucking Joe, silence. Booing lets you know you suck. Yeah. Going after what happened, where a guy goes long and he went too long, and he's dealing with some in the audience, which happens, and it's hard to follow those spontaneous moments. Yeah. Uh, it should say, okay, I'm I'm oh, as a veteran, you say I'm okay because they were just tired. There was no way they were going to be laughing like that again. Yeah. And but, but you know I'm booed. shoveling shit the next day, right? No, I don't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So literally, I have to go. I'm dry. By the way, I drove there from Vegas. A, yes, in a prelude with a broken tail that was light. A long drive. Back I was to a Vegas. long drive, <laughs> and it was a miserable drive back. Yeah, dude, we've been there. Don't fake it, just bust a move. This joint is gonna get you in the mood. Star Bands Audio, a podcast network.